My name is uh, Sam Bell from sambellmarketing.com and uh, specialize in running a digital marketing agency that specializes in high-ticket automated webinars. And I'm, I'm definitely uh, happy to get into more detail exactly what that is and how it works and everything. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, I have Sam Bell the Third. You know, that sounds like old money. And when you look at him, you're going to say, wait, hold on. Is that that R&B singer? He just looked like that. And some of you might recognize him because he does have a YouTube channel. He hasn't given it much love. I think the last thing he posted was six years ago. And But guess what? He still looks the same because, you know, this good black don't crack if you don't smoke it. So, Sam Bell, man, give us the game. What's going on? How are you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Good. Excited to be here, man. Man, I thank you for coming on. And, you know, you have the game on this online marketing. And I always tell people I love to talk to people who do similar things because you definitely specialize in an arena that um, we don't. We find great partners like yourself. Um, But tell the people how did you get into this, you know, 14 years ago and, you know, what you do and how you can help their businesses today? Sure. So um, it was actually by accident that I got into the space. So, I mean, I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. Um, but what happened was I actually started out in real estate investing. So uh, I was actively buying and selling houses in Atlanta. Uh, started probably around 2005 it was when I really went like all in. So I was buying and selling houses in Atlanta. Fast forward, uh, like 2007, uh, things started to slow down a little bit. Um, and, you know, I'm like, I need to find a way to market and sell my properties outside of my local market. Because a lot of people that was buying houses from me locally weren't buying anymore. So I'm like, you know, what can I do to bring investors from outside my local market? Um, and I, at the time, I had already been developing skills, um, uh, technical skills in terms of like doing search engine optimizations, blogs, and then also social media was like brand new. YouTube had just came out. You know, Facebook was only a few years old. Um, so I, what I started doing was actually uploading my properties onto my YouTube channel and then optimizing those videos so they would rank high in the search engines. And then I would start attracting leads that way from outside the marketplace. And fast forward, uh, probably about a year or so later, um, I actually shared this information on a stage at a real estate investing seminar. And uh, it was a gentleman that was there uh, at the time. They owned the um, was probably one of the largest social networks for real estate investors called realestateinvestor.com. So we wound up joint venturing and I created, uh, wound up creating a product. Cause he's like, yo man, that was a great presentation. Like, that's dope. Like we can sell that. I'm like, you can sell it. He's like, yeah. He's like, man, we should create a, we should create a product. I'm like, all right, bet. So we created the product, you know, I created all the content. They went out there and sold it. And that's how I broke into the uh, information marketing game um, using digital marketing within the real estate niche. Um, And then really what that did is that opened me up to developing relationships um, in the real estate information marketing space, because there's a lot of people in the real estate um, education space that, you know, teach, you know, different type of 
uh, you know, techniques, investing techniques, whatever. Um, and fast forward, I wound up developing um, a, a REO research platform. I started doing some coaching and I actually started running ads for my own stuff internally on the Google Display Network, right? So this was before there were Facebook ads. It was just really Google was like the, the number one game in town. And I developed a reputation in the industry, um, in the information marketing industry as someone that was savvy when it came to um, paid ads and search engine optimization. So what wound up happening around 2009, um, there was a, a big Google slap. And essentially what happened is Google started banning advertisers from their ad platform because uh, they were either non-compliant or whatever the case may be. So I actually started off doing some consulting work. So I actually had a few people um, approach me to help them to either get their account reinstated um, and to help them be able to run compliantly. So I started doing that for a few people and I really uh, decided like, man, like this is cool. Like I like this because I, I always love to be able to create a create an ad from scratch and basically test it and run that, run that ad and have people, um, you know, who've never seen, never heard of you before come into a sales process and start buying. And, uh, and that's really when I kind of caught the bug. And I, and I transitioned from just doing consulting work to actually starting an agency. And that's how I got into this world of digital marketing, right? So it's just kind of been like an evolution. Um, you know, and then fast forward, other platforms opened up. Facebook came online, started doing a lot, a lot of stuff on Facebook. Um, we still do stuff on Google, obviously, as well as uh, YouTube. And because I started off helping other uh, information marketers uh, in the real estate space, we've expanded that to where now we work primarily with, uh, you know, coaches, um, consultants and digital product creators. So anyone who sells uh, a digital product online between, you know, a thousand or three thousand dollars or anyone that does um, high end consulting uh, or coaching where they sell coaching packages anywhere between maybe five to thirty thousand uh, dollars. What we do is we actually build um, the online assets and we build a, uh, a sales funnel. Right. And specifically an automated webinar sales funnel. So that way we can pretty much feed the pipeline in with leads 24 hours a day, seven days a week to either produce direct sales or to produce leads. Uh, that generate that generally go to a uh, a sales floor or sales team where people are then qualified and offer different products and services, you know, based on the different niches. And we've done this, you know, across multiple niches, you know, real estate, coaching, um, invention space, um, app development, like, you know, all types of different stuff, man. So yeah, it's been an interesting journey. Awesome stuff. And while you guys go to sambellmarketing.com and check it out, Talk about your, you know, ideal client, because it seemed, especially with COVID, and I don't want to blame the PPP loan, but let me just say, you know, everybody started to have a business. I thought it before, but then everybody, you know, if you had one business, you had five because they were going to, you know, grab some stuff that's going to end some people in prison because they just said, hey, I need this money, right? Thinking it's free. What's your ideal client like? Because people are coming to you, should they already have some of the funnel stuff together or do you like to build it straight from scratch? And also in what, um, you know, tier should they be in as far as money wise? Cause I'm sure people come to you all the time. Hey man, I got $200. What can I get? And yeah. personally, I don't got a $200 package. I don't open up my computer for less than six. So, yeah. and that's just opening it. So give us your, your, your stake on that. So, so, so um, generally our ideal client is someone, 
that has a, a tested and validated offer, uh, meaning that they actually have a product that's, that they've already been selling. Either they've been selling it through joint ventures um, or they may be running ads themselves. Um, they're at least doing anywhere between, you know, twenty-five dollars to $50,000 a month in revenue already. And they want to scale up to six figures, multiple six figures um, per month. Um, so that's, that's kind of like the ideal place, right? They have an offer, they know it works. Um, they've successfully sold that offer and now they want to add fuel to the fire and begin to really scale up. Okay. Because if they don't have all of that, um, should they go to someone else or do you have even maybe a a package and say, you know, and say, Hey, we could do it all for you, but it's going to cost you. So if they, let's do this. If they are already making money, Mm-hmm. What could that, you know, look like? Is it five, 10, 20,000 a month? And if they don't have anything, oh man, y'all gonna have to start at 20. I'm gonna say it for Sam yeah. himself. Y'all gonna have to start so, at 20. There's a progression, you know, especially in this space. Um, I, I think when people first learn about this space, they're really excited in terms of like the possibilities. And uh, and it is, it is possible for anyone to grow and to scale um, a business, but there are certain there is a learning curve and there's certain things that people need to understand. Um, at the end of the day, you know, what we do is marketing. If you have a good, great product or service, we're going to put it out there. We're going to get it the exposure that it needs. We're going to put it in front of the right people. Um, but you have to make sure that you actually have a good offer around that product or service. And let me make the distinction between the two, because a lot of times like, I mean, I have this great product um, or, you know, I offer this, I have this great service. Um, and even though they may be like, top tier, but how that, how that product or how that service is packaged, packaged and positioned is like, that's the offer, right? So how do we actually convey the value proposition of what it is that I'm selling to my ideal prospects that will want them, that will motivate them to want to exchange and give me money for this product or service, right? So you have to make sure that the offer is packaged and presented properly in order to convert someone from a cold prospect who never seen you or heard of you before to a paying customer who was happy to pay you, you know, a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars. You know, and, and that in of itself is a process, right? So, you know, just having the product or service, that's the start, but then you have to package and present that. And uh, and there are instances where we'll where we do consulting work and we'll help people. Um, through that. Uh, But there's a ton of courses and uh, uh, other trainings out there that kind of help people along that journey. And then once they're ready to actually really start taking it to the next level and growing it and scaling it, that's really where we step in and we can have the most impact and add the most value for people. So you guys got to get your stuff together before you hit sambellmarketing.com because when you come into his arena is the big leagues. Now you've been able to pivot and, you know, you talked about, you got into real estate that slowed up and you got into this. How's the motivation work? Cause sometimes people will say, you know what, all I like doing is this one or two things, but I do this other stuff because it makes me money, but they're not always the happiest people. So how have you been able to find joy in what you do and pivot? And is it just about having a successful business um, is, is that how you kind of keep pushing? Cause you're like, I ain't got a clock in. Um, yeah. it's a, it's a combination of a few different things. 
Um, one thing that I will say about this space is that it's always evolving, so it doesn't get boring. Things are constantly in a state of change, uh, and it moves very, very, very fast. I mean, you know, stuff that we're doing, you know, from a in the digital marketing space, we're we're at least three to five five years ahead of, um, you know, big companies, corporations in terms of like, you know, what we do, how we actually run ads, how we run campaigns. Um, so, you know, from that perspective, um, you, you never get bored. Uh, the other flip side to that in terms of like our, you know, how I really view, you know, what we do, um, we're really a conduit, you know, we're the conduit that connects people who have a need with people who have the ability to fulfill it, right? So, I mean, we literally have hundreds, if not probably millions of people see our ads from all of our different clients you know, in various niches, right? You know, so one client maybe helping people learn how to buy their first investment property. You know, another client maybe teaching someone, you know, how to bring their idea to fruition and getting their idea patented and getting it developed. You know, we might have someone who helps someone to actually grow and scale their coaching business, right? So we are the facilitators to actually bring those two individuals together. So, you know, we indirectly are impacting uh, a lot of people's lives and they don't even know it. Um, so that's really how I, I look at what we do. Uh, and then from the business standpoint, you know, when I first started, it was kind of like a lifestyle business, but over time I took it more serious, started building a team, um, you know, just to really support me so that I can grow and scale it. Uh, and, you know, we're at a, we're at a really decent place now, um, but there's a level beyond that. So you ask like, do I actually offer training in the past? I have, um, but I just did that to focus, stop doing that, just to focus on the agency and servicing the clients. But there are a lot of people who do come to us that aren't necessarily in a position to where um, they can't hire us right away. So it's like, well, how can we help those people? How can we serve those people? Um, so we do have the plan, a plan to roll out um, some additional education and training. So that way we can teach people like, look, you know, we're not going to do it for you, but let me actually walk you through the process and show you the steps based on what we've developed over time. So you can at least do it for yourself or have someone on your team do it. And then once you get to a certain point and you want to uh, outsource it or you want to hire or bring in an agency, you know, now you're being in a position to do so. Um, so, so that's kind of the next, the next uh, iteration of what we're going to be doing. Okay. And I ask all my guests, you know, with the success that you're having, um, what is a community give back that you are doing or that you want to do in the future? So you were kind of going down that lane anyway. Let me just try to lead it before you you spill the beans on on anything. But, you know, yeah, give us give us the game on, on that, please. Yeah, I mean, so from that perspective, um, and I really have to credit my wife with this, like my wife uh, has been because she's also an entrepreneur, too. And we we have separate businesses, but we obviously we all work together. Um, but she, she's really been a proponent of donating uh, back to her community, um, to the church, you know, to uh, different schools and stuff like that. You know, whether it be like, you know, book bags or, you know, supp school supplies. Um, so I've actually been able to contribute uh, back to the community. She's really inspired me to do that. Um, and even back home, I'm just giving the organizations because I'm from New Jersey originally. Um, so uh, uh, recently. I'm giving back to like my church where I actually grew up at and uh, a lot of the good that they do in the community, especially right now, man, with, you know, a lot of people out of work, um, you know, things, things were difficult, you know, for a lot of people, we were just, we've been very blessed and fortunate. We're online. So we were positioned perfectly for all of this stuff. But there's a lot of people that were not. 
Um, so, you know, that's something that I, I consistently try to do, man. Uh, and then also just to share, you know, just to share and support and provide information to people, let them know what's possible um, that's out here. Like, I mean, for me, the internet is like the equalizer. It's the big equalizer because you can be anybody and do anything uh, online. You just got to know, you know, what to do. You right? just got to have the knowledge and the skill set. So being able to um, educate and inspire people and then transfer that knowledge to them, I mean, they could take it and change their whole lives. And you guys see how he credits his wife. But if you remember four months ago, Sandy Bell, you guys type in diversified game, wherever you're listening or watching, and it will pop up. And she gave that game on the mobile home game. And so I'm really showing you guys how couples work together so you can get the game from folks who are married and not men who are online every night telling you about high value men while they sitting there lonely. And, you know, I know some of these people, so I'm just trying to give you the game. So I don't say names because I'm not the FBI, but, you know, but you guys understand if I said a name, what FBI and CIA really mean. So you guys read between the lines, but you're hearing it from married men, how they work with their wives. How, talking about your, your wife, how, you know, you just gave a great compliment, but I just want to go deeper because some men will say, man, I don't want to get married. She'll try to take half. I say, well, marry a woman who makes more or the same. Or, you know what I mean? <laughs> Ding, duh. But um, how impactful has not just your wife, but even your kids been to in your business? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, my wife and I, we have a, a, a little friendly competition because, you know, she'll come and be like, look, babe, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing this month. This is how much I'm pushing. I'm like, all right, man, I got, I got, I got to catch up. You know, so it's like it's, it's always this thing where we're pushing each other um, to be better and, and do better. Um, so from that standpoint, it's been very inspirational. And then she also provides a lot of a lot of insights um, and just, you know, ideas and different things that I can learn from as it relates to the children. It, you know, for me, it's more so building something so that way, you know, there's a legacy, you know, to, to pass on, right? There's, there's it's so much more than just like the business is like, okay, when our kids come of age, they'll actually have assets, you know, they're not going to start from ground zero, they're going to start with millions of dollars in assets, like out of the gate, you know, so it's just really our responsibility to teach them how to properly manage, preserve and grow those things. Um, so it, it's really understanding that we're not just doing it to have a good lifestyle and live for us. But, you know, we got three young Kings that, you know, in the next, you know, 20 years are going to become men and they're going to have um, an opportunity, excuse me, to start um, with a very solid foundation and base. You know, um, you know, we as, as black people, you know, we just like, we always have to hit the reset button every generation. And we trying to eradicate that, especially in our family to where now you're actually starting with something because it puts you in a much different position when, you know, you start, you, you get in the game, you know, with $25 million in assets that you can just start running with. You know, a lot of people, you know, even thinking about uh, Trump, you know, when he got into the game, it's like, well, you know, he pulled himself up by the bootstraps, but his dad was worth like, you know, $200 million, gave a million dollars you know, out of the gate. So it's like, when you actually have resources, um, it's, it just it just changes everything. Yeah, we you guys know, um, make a list of all these entrepreneurs because I just put Sam on my list. He said three black kings. 
And if you have something and you want your daughters, which I got daughters, um, you know, when the time comes, we need to know who to pull from. This is how other communities say, wait, the, the, the Duke of who? And so now you got the bells on there and, and talking about Trump. I mean, he's just, you know, down the street, around the corner from us. Sam and I are neighbors, y'all, just so you know. And um, what are your goals? Do you want the membership at Mar-a-Lago, you know, the $200,000 membership and say, oh, I made it? Or where do you feel where you're like, I'll be satisfied if I get to here? You know, I think that's an illusion. I don't ever think that you can reach a point of like I've made it because you never actually made it because anytime you make it, there's a level beyond it. If I think about 20 years ago where I was and where I said I wanted to be, I've already made it from what my goals and aspirations were from that point. But where I am now, it's like I barely scratched the surface. You know, so I don't I don't believe you ever really make it. I think you have to be comfortable with where you are, but also still have the drive to push forward and beyond, because I think, you know, God has given us all the capacity to create and it's what at any level we choose. Now, how far we push it and how far we take it and the amount of impact we make on people, you know, that's that's really up to us. Um, so I don't think there's a. a I don't think it's ever made it. If I had, if I had to say a number um, for me, it would be at least a hundred million, you know, then I would say, okay, I, I, I've made it like, you know, got a hundred M's um, and, uh, and, and assets. And then, you know, and even when you get there, it's like, Hey, what's the next step? What's the next level? Right. So there's always something, something beyond that. Man, I love how you put that and and put that talked about God because I like talking about the scripture because as a reformed heathen that, you know, if you push the right button, you never know if you'll go back. Right. Um, Because protection is everything. But the um, there's 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 no there is no made it in my mind either. I I know I want to be able to live wherever I want to live and be comfortable and do whatever I feel is. So if I'm able to do that, I'm quite happy whether I'm in a one bedroom, uh, well, with the kids, not a one bedroom, but yeah. you get it, you know, yeah, yeah. Kids, I, I got some grown things I need to do. So yeah. we, we can't have no one bedroom. Now, with with your YouTube, I just got to tease you before I let you go. <laughs> Is the youth what happened to the YouTube? Because it seemed like you were enjoying yourself, and we need more positivity because we have so much mess on YouTube. Yeah, um, I you know just wasn't consistent. I wasn't consistent in that. I was focused more on the agency than creating content. You know, and uh, and that and that has been my priority. Um, is just really focusing on the agency. Um. And working with clients. So, I mean, I, I do a lot of marketing, you know, so like if you, if you go to my website, then you're going to see my ads. I'm going to stalk you around the internet, you know? So uh, I just found that, that form of marketing to just be more appealing because I can turn it on, turn it off when I want to uh, at any given time. And if I want to scale it up, I just spend money. Now I am also um, an avid believer in that you should do organic. And, and it's funny because I encourage my clients to do it. Like, look, it's good to do organic. You don't want to be 100% dependent on that because you cannot scale and control 
business scale when you're just depending upon organic. And the best combination is to do organic, you know, build an audience, but then you also want to do paid traffic as well. You want to do a combination uh, of both. Um, but there was a time when I was just like putting a lot of stuff out there and um, just kind of let it fall, fall to the wayside. You know, who knows? I may I might switch that back up. Um, but, you know, for now, you know, my focus, like I said, has just been, you know, running ads and running the agency itself. OK, I get it. I get it. You know, so when they come back, y'all, maybe it'll be for like a family show and they him and his wife get together and they talk about their business and it's difficult sometimes to work with your spouse so you know kudos to you because it's just you know man we working together we doing life together but I think it's worth it especially when this thing is all said and done you can look back on those memories give the people the last great book you read and what do you do outside of work because a lot of entrepreneurs you know we get caught up in just work 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 but man learn how to play the guitar or something so great book and an activity you do outside of work yeah so great books man i i read a lot of books um i actually have to go to my go to my list here and say what's probably one of the last great ones that i that i've read um and by the way i'm a huge uh, audible fan because it allows me to consume a ton of books uh very rapidly definitely really, something something tells me something tells me you might be like the rest of us and have a possible diagnosis of adhd where we just you know we can do two things at once sometimes three well so you got to multitask yeah so i'm a i'm a big um i'm an avid believer in uh, personal development and growth. Uh, so actually one of the most recent personal development books that I listened to that was actually really, really good. And I, I, I got a lot of good stuff out of it. Uh, it was called the ultimate Jim Rohn library. And if you don't know who Jim Rohn is, Jim Rohn is probably one of the godfathers of personal development. He was before Tony Robbins. I mean, he's back in the day with like Zig Ziglar and like, you know, a lot of these personal development guys in, in, including Napoleon Hill, uh, as well. But it was a really, really good book from a personal development uh, and growth uh, standpoint. Um, another book uh, that was also really good was uh, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter by 50 Cent. You know, a lot of people sleep on 50, um, but his business acumen and his grind is is uh, is really, really, really strong. You know, so I have a have a lot of respect for 50 um, when it comes to that. So that was another really good book. From a business standpoint, um, one of the one of probably one of the best books I've recently read is called uh, "Who, Not How" by Dan Sullivan. You know, one of the things as entrepreneurs that we a lot of times get stuck on is we're always trying to figure out how do we do something. Um, how, you know, how do I do this? How do I do that? And the reality is that's not the question you should be asking. The question you should be asking is who? Who can I find that can do this? Who is a specialist that can help me achieve these things? And it really does a good uh, breakdown um, from from that standpoint. So, so those are a few books. I mean, I've I've read a, a ton more, um, <laughs> a ton more since you know since then. But those are ones that really uh, stand out. Uh, if I had to say some other ones, I mean, definitely Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, uh, is that's like always a great one. And there was actually one too that I recently read too, uh, the greatest salesman in the world. This is Audible. 
that was a really good book as well. Very biblical uh, base uh, by Mark Bramhill. And what's that activity that you do to get away from work? You know, besides work, just spending time with my family. I mean, my kids are very active. So, you know, like every, you know, every weekend, uh, you know, the wife and I, like we pretty much cook out like every weekend and like have all the kids come over, all their cousins. And uh, and we just hang out, man, and play, uh, you know, water guns, all that stuff. Um, other than that, you know, dating my wife, you know, my wife and I, man, we make sure that, you know, we go out together, we spend time together. Um, so we do a lot of that. And uh, and for me, just growing, like in my spare time, if I'm not working, I'm learning. Um, like I, I believe in constantly growing and learning different skills or sharpening the skills that I already have, you know, so like I'm passionate about what I do uh, in the digital marketing space and then understanding and learning about different platforms, you know, becoming a better um, copywriter, um, becoming a better business person, you know, so I do go to a lot of seminars. Um, Obviously COVID kind of shut that down, but I still do a lot of virtual seminars um, and as uh, things open back up, I will be going to uh, a lot of seminars. So I, I really believe in growth and personal development and then you know working out you know taking care of yourself you know health as well you know so you, you that's definitely something that uh i enjoy doing uh as well but i'm not like a big you know sports guy or, in, or anything like that um be, between you know work you know family um that's pretty much all my time <laughs> well i'm gonna tell you guys you can't see it but if stam sam stood up you would see He's working out somewhere. It's kind of like me. You can kind of see my guns from afar. But if he stood up, you would see that he's not just sitting lounging all day. So he doesn't want to give you that key secret. But I appreciate you, brother, for coming on and giving the game. And, you know, please, you guys, like, share, and subscribe wherever you are listening to this. Motivate somebody, man. Inspire them. Thank you.